the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Monday, Monday. How was your weekend? Was it good? Did you guys have a good time? Something tells me it wasn't as good as Liz Cheney. Oh, no. Liz Cheney crossed the threshold. Seven million in her war chest. Some two-bit Congress birthing person. A little cellulite in places we don't like them. Seven million dollars. Any of it uh, traced back to the military-industrial complex and the war machine? Boy, oh, boy. Be something if we could... uh, Get a glimpse at the donors for Liz Cheney, huh? Because after all, what is she good for? Absolutely nothing. Like war. She is good for that. So that's why I'm not going to talk too much about 60 Minutes after Leslie Stahl humiliated herself to assure people that they wouldn't know about the crime family that Joe Biden represents as she lied and assaulted Trump. I stopped watching 60 Minutes, which is really aggravating because I spent probably 40 years watching 60 Minutes. So I'm not going to talk about the propaganda machine that it has become, but it has about as much credibility as the CDC, which uh, will explain why the Democrat mafia states are going to shut down again like Philadelphia. Believe me, they are. They have to, because it is that psychosis of fear-mongering that keeps people complacent to the crime family of the Democrat mafia, and it is a crime family. So with all the clips going out, I had one catch my attention a little bit more than others, and I'm going to play it for you. And then I'm going to play you something from Chicago to tie it all together in exactly what we're facing. Because there is a false confidence by the people not in the mafia. The false confidence is you're going to sweep in 2022. And you are underestimating the ignorance, the corruption of the Democrat mafia supporters. Because they're not, they don't give a rip about Joe Biden and all this stuff. I I see the same clips you do, Hunter Biden, as if it's new. Come on, this is 24 months old, and Joe Biden is 1,000 years old with a legacy of corruption for as long as he's been elected. It's really that simple. Why would they continue to vote for it? Because the people that support it just want something for nothing. Do you think that if you hold student loan debt right now that you will ever have to make a payment during the Biden administration? I suspect that sometime you will. Uh, But again, uh, we are going to continue to assess every every month, every few months on where things stand, uh, both looking, of course, at COVID, but also economic uh, data and and where we need to continue to help give the American people some breathing room. The data is quite evident. Anywhere a Democrat rules is a place of failure, of desperation, of futility. This is very evident. A story came out today. No kidding should have been the title. The states that did not implement 
the Chinese communist lockdown of their citizens did the best in everything from hospitalizations to death economically. The evidence has always been clear. Here's the evidence. Democrats rob, cheat, misappropriate, and rule with incompetence, but they bribe. They bribe their constituents. This is what this is. So what the administration is going to do now to save these Democrat strongholds and corrupt Republican strongholds is to target bribe people to continue to vote for a welfare system. And if you think I'm wrong, then you didn't see the story in Chicago, which would have sickened people of character, people of integrity. The good news is in Illinois, it's about 20% of us. New here at 4.30, it is a program meant to ease financial strain created by the pandemic. But a landlord reached out to us to say in her case, the city's emergency rental assistance program did the opposite. Two weeks ago, we shared her story, and we now have an update from Chicago's Department of Housing, which says, blame the feds. This is the thing I like most. The idea that they passed laws so that you could legalize squatting, it is the same with the student loans it is the same with the welfare foot soldier which doesn't care about the unmitigated failure legacy of corruption in the democrat mafia they envy this welfare roach that stole money you may remember babette finger's story he owned that house since 1957 after her father passed away last summer she became landlord of his west lawn home She says that's when the tenant upstairs stopped paying. Months went by with no rent checks. So she and the tenant applied for Chicago's Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Now I want you to think about something. Because I've gone through this prior to liquidating as much as I possibly could in the sewer of Illinois. Illinois and their Department of Housing contacted tenants and told them to stop paying their rent because they were angling for the welfare money. They then neutered the way you could evict. In fact, you couldn't evict. Don't get me wrong, guys like me. I'll take your doors off and tow your car till you move out. I'll pay you to move out because I know this system of welfare is not set up for people who are honest, capitalists, who want to be landlords, who want to be good people. It's set up for the roaches among us. Peter hoped it would cover her losses. I have documentation showing congratulations. I have been pr- approved. But she says that check for 6300 of your taxpayer dollars that was supposed to have her name on it went to the deadbeat renter instead. I just don't understand how they could send him my check after he didn't pay his bills for all. These two stories are related. You just don't think they are. See, the squatter resided somewhere after signing an obligation to pay. Not only didn't he pay, he received a bonus from the government to be a welfare roach. Meanwhile, the person who provided the housing, the landlord, got stiffed. It's the same with this student loan nonsense. Do you think that if you hold student loan debt right now that you will ever have to make a payment during the Biden administration? No. They're going to monitor it, and the answer is no. And they will reward the people who obligated themselves, but in good conscience, throw that cost onto society the the society they seem to want to protect at every turn they're looking out for you that's why they have to backdoor nationalize your life see because they're happy to be slaves to the system because in their mind they benefit from it and they do the idea that you would take over a trillion dollars in debt 
that individuals obligated themselves to and pass that on to people who paid for their own college, who never went to college, who never had any kids to go to college. This is how you spread out the cancer of socialism that destroys every host, every time, in every instance. And this is the play. I'm telling you right now. And if you get too wiggly, you know what's coming next. But the idea that we're going to see an uptick, I think people need to appreciate that that's the case and follow the CDC guidelines. Because remember, when the metrics were put forth, the new metrics, looking at the guidance of masking, it was said that if we do start seeing an uptick, particularly of hospitalizations, we may need to revert back. to. You mean the hospitalizations you paid for the false information for? How you corrupted the data? Pickle face? And the idea that a dirty rag on your face is somehow good for anything shows you what kind of people you're dealing with. These are people who are not interested in getting out in society. 11 million jobs not filled. Talk to anybody who owns a business. What's the hardest problem? You can't find a lazy bastard to work because they're paid to be a lazy bastard. They're paid to not pay their rent. They're paid to not pay their school debt. And this started under a Republican, I might add, George W. Bush, who first made it so that the person who defaulted on the obligation they signed for was somehow the hero in the story. You better wake up because we're losing this society and you're being told it's the best thing for it. It's the best thing for it. And when all else fails, always, always blame something that nobody can ever measure any kind of success in. We're, we're disrupting illegal gun trafficking. Attorney General Garland and has directed all U.S. attorneys to prioritize combating gun He can't talk anymore, ladies and gentlemen. All these clips, I got to look, well, when's he going to go to Kiev? What is it, Kiev now? I'd like to have chicken Kiev in Kiev. How do I do it? They keep He can't go in front of anybody. He's incapable of doing anything. He's a joke on any measure of, of capability. But to the Democrat mafia, he represents something very, very important. The level of incompetence that can pass their agenda and can always, always promote the fear to really stoke the cult of safety. Because that cult of safety just shut down a city in Philadelphia. And you can book it. It's coming to your city next. Anywhere there's a Democrat. Because the reality of the study that just came out doesn't mean anything to them. Doesn't mean anything. They're never going to give up the tyranny, the fascism, that society, specifically Democrats, welcome as long as you pay them off. And that makes you no better than a Soviet, no better than any socialist around this world. And that was the goal. So all the rest of the questions of how are we going to wallow in failure, it doesn't matter. Their game is very, very simple. And is there a way to maybe save the House? Most people don't think there is. But the strategy that people are kind of thinking about now, and it's, it's driven not just by the left, but by anybody who's in danger, is we're going to have these 1-6 committee hearings. Donald Trump's going to be in the spotlight. And that's why Liz Cheney raised $7 million. She was paid off to do exactly what she did. Keep the agenda on something meaningless because it promotes fear. Insurrection. Insurrection, my eye. You want to see more mayhem and death than even Ukraine? Take a look at the 5 o'clock news. And by the way, they spread it out using their housing plan to export 
the ghetto into suburbs so that all of the statistics wouldn't come down on the sewer of Chicago. And we are following some breaking news from the northwest suburbs where six people were shot at a party overnight. Judy's live in Elgin with the latest on that investigation for us. Good morning, Judy. Six in Elgin. How many in Aurora? And Joe Biden blames the ghost gun? From now on, list the party affiliation of the perpetrators or suspected perpetrators. You want to do that? Because you'll find out it's like every other problem. It's Democrat on Democrat scum. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. Keep the welfare party going because the special interests are the first ones to get paid off. It's really quite simple. Since Barack Obama usurped the student loan business, the debt grew from $400 billion to $1.75 trillion. Trillion! So they're going to pretend that those people are better than everybody else. And they're going to get something for nothing. Because they will then become the Democrat voting base. As so many welfare recipients have. At the same time, in the last quarter, the largest credit card debt to the consumer was acquired in the shortest period of time, over a trillion dollars in the first quarter of this year. Our first quarter, not government. That's a staggering statistic. So inflation is a problem. What are you going to do? Welfare checks. And where does the money come from? It comes from the future. Now all they have to do is add taxes. Who pays the taxes? The vast majority of people who didn't get the product. That's who's going to pay the taxes. And that's the system that works. Michael on the south side. Hi, Sean. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, Sean, uh, you're speaking truth, and you, you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, one of the more noxious aspects about this whole student debt issue was the fact that these smug, arrogant, liberal arts majors uh, want the rest of us uh, to pay for their debts. And meanwhile, uh, these liberal arts people think that they're morally and intellectually superior to us. So, and that's how you I get hardworking people that will forever be trapped in mediocre circumstances because the tax burden that they will face will benefit people who receive something they never, they never received. And their only hope, Michael, and you've heard this, I know you have, is to get one of their kids in on that scam. And it's at that moment that you have a moral breakdown in society. And I've heard it. Listen, I complain every day, Michael. You ask anybody who knows me. I complain about my kids' tuition. I got two of them, and it's staggering, staggering amount of money. But that's what my kids are. I'd rather go broke paying it than see you get taxed for it or other people like that. And this is a, a, a thing that used to be commonplace in this country. Now it's commonplace to get in on it. And it's a really destructive policy because it's how you build these hopeless, futile situations. They, this money that they're blowing has to come from somewhere, brother, and it's going to come from the future, and that's the system we need to stop, and we're only going to stop it if the so-called educated people among us can realize even when you benefit from a scheme that damns the future, you're not really benefiting. You're losing in slow motion, and that's what the Democrat mafia is, losing in slow motion. Thank you, Michael, for the call. I truly appreciate it. It's a, it's a pervasive, disgusting idea. And it just continues to go on as if they have the authority to do this. When did this become a benefit in society? That you signed an obligation for your rent. You signed an obligation for your mortgage. You signed an obligation for your education. 
and everybody else pays it. And you think we're not a socialist country? You know, uh, from time to time, I have a lot of economic geniuses on this show. And I argue always that we are and have been a socialist society that doesn't admit it. It doesn't admit it. And until we admit it, we're never going to fix it. Because here's the skinny. The mafia Democrat Party has it figured out. They understand to just cut more people in. And they'll never demand you cut it out. And how many of these schools carry endowments in the billions? In the billions! That money is theirs. And they're not obligated to use any of it for their phony baloney education. And it is phony. It is absolutely unequivocally phony. The problem with this society is that we've sold this notion that if you do something and you follow the state's rules of society, you're somehow given a benefit for nothing. Well, all those other hardworking people have to have their income taxes, their inheritance tax, their capital gains tax. It all has to go up. Why? Because after all, we just obligated for nearly $2 trillion, and I understand these words don't mean anything, billions and trillions. We don't even have a fracking idea how much money this idiot has wasted in his 15 months. But don't worry, he's going to help you with ghost guns. Ooh, because that's a big problem. Problem isn't the ghost gun, it's the Democrat at the trigger, you moron. Wayne and Hoffman Estates. Yeah, Sean, this is Wayne. You know, the uh, Italian Norwegian? Yes. And uh, I also happen to be retired 21 Rick Mason. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, well, here's the good news. If You know, here's a funny stat, Wayne. What was an average bricklayer making in the 80s? An uh, hourly wage. Like $11 an hour, I believe. Right, but when you factored in his his insurance and all the rest of it, and the union pay, uh, the pay yeah. scale came to about $35 an hour back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Right? Right, right. You know what it is today? About $35 an hour. That's all it is. No, the bricklayers never got their bump. They never got their – because the bricklayers have to be taxed. The bricklayers, the jobs have to be taxed. All of the working people have to be taxed to pay off this kind of scheme so that the pseudo-intellectual yeah. college kid can pretend he deserves a free education rather than live up to the, the responsibility I... when he took the loan. Yeah. So you the should go out I and get a Ford those... F-150 and tell society, you're a bricklayer, you need it for work, you pay for it. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I, I read about a woman that owes $195,000 in student loans. Yeah. She's 50 years old and cannot find a job to support her four uh, credits that she got. Yeah, well, her $195,000. And that's, listen, the numbers fluctuate, but the principle is the same. You signed up for the debt, honey. Pay it off. It ain't mine. And, right. and, and long gone is that philosophy of Americanism, of individuality. We're all part of the collective now, Wayne. Thank you very much. You'd enjoy it if only you were in on the scam and you went away for six years and pretended to go to school. Here's the funny part. You know how many Congress people we have who have student loan debt? They're voting for their own benefit. Used to be called illegal. Now it's just called Congress. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Oh, I was big when this song was out there, McBeth. Nice pull, kid. McBeth is back. A couple weeks we got him. He's like squirrel hands, except he could do a push-up, and his hands are bigger. So uh, Richard Irving is my worst nightmare. 
He's a Republican who voted for Joe Biden. He's like Liz Cheney without the connections or the cellulite. Ooh, there's a slogan. See if he runs with that with Ken Griffin's money. I don't know. People will buy just about anything. You know, it's funny as we talk about the CPI. It's the worst since 81. You know what people aren't talking about in 81? A couple things. Number one, that was the culmination of bad policies from 71. It took some very drastic measures to correct it. It took a capitalist. It took the ideology of the that silly thing we gave up on called capitalism and the idea of Austrian economics, and we put some very strategic people in place. And you know what they did? They cut the interest rates. See, because back then you had inflation and you had 19% interest rates. Now, today's geniuses want you to believe that the answer to your problems is if you just pay more for your credit card debt and for loans, that'll slow down inflation. Well, much like their reaction to the Fauci-invested flu that they don't want to look into where it came from, they're wrong. They're wrong. You know what you should do for inflation? You should put a dirty mask on your face. Ooh, it'll help. Just cover your eyes this time so you can't see how ridiculous the prices are, you morons. Teresa in the Gold Coast. Hey, Sean. Um, you know, I've become convinced that most people in America are stupid. I mean, they don't know anything that's going on. They will accept anything and just go along with it. And so many of these rent dodgers feel they're entitled. You're not entitled to have a place to live. You have to pay for that. Either that or go get a cardboard box and live on the street. It's just that simple. I think it's a combination, by the way. I think it's a combination. Okay. It's stupid and greedy. See, because the greediest yeah. system on earth is socialism. Socialism is the greediest. They want you to believe that the individualism that built this country, that created the kind of wealth we are now wasting, that is somehow greedy. Right. Let, listen to a college-educated scumbag who doesn't want to pay his own debt. Listen to him. That's greed. He, does, he wants everyone yep. else to pay it, and he deserves it. Oh, the costs were so high. But you didn't know that when you signed it? And it reminds me of George W. Bush Republicans, like that Irving that's running for governor. Right. He told you that the scumbag who defaulted on his mortgage was the victim, too. See, but was he greedy and stupid? I think it's greed and stupid. Because, after all, only somebody would sign it, what's called a promissory note. And then when, when things got tough, I can't pay it. You pay it for me. Exactly. That's how you destroy a society. And you know something, Teresa? It doesn't get a lot of support. You know, I, I, I normally have packed lines. I got three open lines, 312-642-5600 if you want to participate. Because this kind of, this kind of conversation is uncomfortable for people. Because they believe right. they have to buy this. When the reality is, if you can't describe right, then you're just going to do a wrong you're comfortable with. And that's what we're at. Exactly. Nobody wants to yep. talk about right and wrong anymore. Certainly not the Democrat mafia because they know the formula. Thank you for the call. The formula is simple. Pretend you're doing something. Act busy. And continue to borrow from the future. Because after all, that's how you can destroy a country that was once the strongest. And if anybody recognizes it, I know what you do. You go to war with them. You do. If they talk about, why should I use your dollar? And you're letting this political whore like Joe Biden, who's been bribed from China, Ukraine, and everybody else. You're letting him just continue to spend and continue to create money out of nothing? Why would I want to use the dollar? Shh. Or we'll go to war with you. We'll have a propaganda war. And then we'll put it on 60 Minutes. And everybody will get rich. Especially those guys who provide the weapons 
just keep talking about that. And Liz Cheney can raise $7 million. Can I ask you one other question on inflation? You were referring um, just a minute ago to the consequences of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and Vladimir Putin. I know we've often had the administration. Yeah. Now sweep all of the Joe Biden failure. Sweep it in that Trojan horse. Sweep it in there. This is rootin' tootin' Putin. This is his problem. And then the nice part is there isn't a Democrat out there that has the wherewithal to understand this, this war started 20 years ago. And I don't just mean when Ukraine started killing Russians in Ukraine. I don't mean that. When Russia said, why are we using the dollar? And they started to talk with China. Xi Jinping, back when, when uh, uh, Joe Biden was walking 17,000 miles on the China Wall thinking he was in an episode of Kung Fu. Back then. Why should we use this dollar? Look at what these American politicians, these whores that we buy and sell. Look at what they're doing to their currency. Why would we use it? Shh, just go to war with them. Price hike. Um, I just got back, actually, last week. I was at Michigan talking to a lot of voters who told me that they feel like inflation has predated the war. And I'm curious how the administration just, um, you know, squ- squares this all together. I mean, many voters do feel that inflation correctly so. No, 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 not how you square it together. How are you going to lie about it? Go ahead, sorority sister. Predates the war and it can't all be blamed on Vladimir. We've never, we talked about inflation long before there was an invasion. But Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But what happened? Alex in Batavia. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just got done working. Turn on your show. And somebody was talking about the student loan debt forgiveness. That somebody, was he handsome? Because it was me, I think. <laughs> I think so go so. ahead. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right, go ahead. Um, I told the, the nice lady on the phone, you know, for me, I got four kids, a stay-at-home wife, uh, work two, three jobs to keep them at home, and I'm just a college dropout, right? So where's my break? You're what I do the show for. You and me. Oh, yeah. You and me. I went to college. What a giant waste of time. However, I was quite successful with the tramps. Shh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> what a giant waste of time. But yeah. I recognized back then what the system was. Get enough people right. in on that corrupt wagon. And before you know it, they'll declare themselves the betters. And they'll tax in good conscience the Alex of the world. Because after all, Alex, you're just a tradesman. You're not, you're not college educated. So we have no, to tax your income. We got to give them that for nothing. Because you know who those people are, right? They're all this wave of socialist Congress people who never paid their debt. And now that they make more money than they ever did, they don't want to pay it. They've got to buy Louis Vuitton bags. Oh, yeah, and those shoes with the red soles like strippers. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate the call. Good luck, brother. And move to a place with zero say tax. You'll love it. And we love you. And by the way, we're not going to put masks on your face and pretend it works. Matt Gray's Lake. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good. How are you? I, uh, good. On the on the whole student loan debt thing, and I'll add to that the Democrats wanting 16-year-olds to vote. You know, they say that, that these kids, when they got their student loans, were just not worldly enough to understand what they were signing. But they want three and four and five-year-olds time- choosing if they want to be boys or girls. Oh, it's the same thing. How many times are we going to hear this, though? You remember, you remember what happened during the housing crisis? They just didn't know. And they use those people as an excuse to bail out the corruptors, the banks that did know. And they use that to divert the attention of exactly what the problem was. Wall Street and a handful of select scumbags who knowingly frauded the rating system and put risky debt with good debt. They knew 
that if they brought it all down together, exactly what happened would happen. It's too big to fail. Well, so is student debt. Of course. That's why Barack Obama, the master Olinsky light, sweep it into a big pile. It becomes too big to fail. And in the meantime, Alex, who I just talked to, will be taxed at 50% the rest of his life that he knows about, rather than the 73 when he figures out all of the usury taxes and VAT taxes. Because that's the system you have to have in place. Did you hear about the the Ohio congressman, GOP congressman in Ohio, I think state state level, said that that, uh, that we in the middle class, well, no, he said that we in the middle class aren't paying enough of our share in taxes. This was a Republican. Yeah, you know why, Matt? Because he's the kind of Republican like Richard Irving. He's the kind that just wants to raise money from rich guys to protect their industries and sell you out. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it very much. Dave in Downers Grove. Hey, Sean. I, listen, I, I got something serious to say, but first I want to say I don't call up my phone. I'm in a truck. That's all right, but you could put up the window from time to time, but go ahead. All right. Well, you know, the, the funny thing is, I, you know, I didn't know how hard it was going to pay off my house. So I'm wondering if I can get my deck there for that. <laughs> and also, also, uh, you know, Ukraine, you know, they don't want to pay for their debt either. That's why we're spending money over there because they, they're like $56 billion debt the uh, IMF and other hedge funds. Yeah. And so they, they never explain why we're sending all this money. All they need is weapons. What's oh, I know why. Can you ask me, Dave? I know why. Debt. I know why we're sending all the money because they bribed the Biden crime family. And all they needed was a good enough excuse to not only send them the $30 billion that they're admitting to, but what you just said is exactly correct. They're going to erase the IMF debt. After all, we're the IMF. Thank you very much, Dave. Right. It's a terrible when you're not in on the scam. It's terrible when you're driving a truck. It's terrible when you're working to feed your four kids. It's terrible when you pay their tuition. 312-642-5600. I don't want to be a socialist. Do you? AM560, the answer. Oh, I love this song, Macbeth. My cousin used to have a Corvette. I'm watching CMT Music Awards. His Corvette, we'd listen to this song back in the 70s and 80s, and that Corvette had less fiberglass than the Judd's faces. Have you seen these girls, the Judd's? My word. Peter and Wilmette. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, buddy. Uh, just, to comment on, just to comment on the college loan program, it's a little uh, story quick. I have a relative who complains constantly, bitches about, oh, I owe so much money. Has a very good job, makes you know upper 100s, so she's six figures. And she bitched and bitched and bitched, and I'm sorry if I can't use that word. Ah, um, all, all of a sudden, I asked her, I said, so how much do you owe? And she gave me a amount that was just below 100000 I said, well, what about the Tesla you just bought? So <laughs> I was buying a Tesla at 60000 Yeah. And it's just a matter of priorities. These guys don't want to give up the cell phones, the cars, Peter, the trips. I kind of know the answer. How much would you value her purse? Uh, I, I don't I'm not following you. What do you mean? How much her do purse. I value her purse? Her purse. These women have a Louis Vuitton purse cost $8,000. Oh, yes, they don't yes. want to pay their student loan <laughs> debt in her Tesla. Yeah, she's not with her Jimmy yeah, Choo like shoes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, come on. You live in Wilmette. I just described spend... 90% of your neighbors. <laughs> they just want to spend it on other things. Thank you, and Peter. It's always the way. Thanks. It's always the way. What a life it is. 
When you only have to pay for what you want to pay for rather than what you've obligated yourself for. You know what they call that? The American dream. Uh, Pete, Lake Villa. Hey, Sean. Yeah. I got a question for you. I had three kids in college at the same time. Yeah. I want to know where my rebate is from these dim-witted frickin' doorknobs that spend all my money when I'm a plumber, my wife's a nurse, yeah. and I get taxed at 40%, and I get nothing back. Pete, Where's you are what they call over? an honest man. And in 2022, that's called a sucker in America. You're the pigeon, I'm the pigeon, all the good people are, and the crime mafia Democrats are the ones that make out. It's aggravating, Pete. That's why you come by me and you go to these states that are free and recognize you as an American. The states that wouldn't dare tell you to close your business or put a rag on your face. All right, I went long. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know, you can really trace everything back to the 70s. Great music, crushed velour interiors, and scallywags and scoundrels in office. Joe Biden, when he could remember his address, tie his own shoes, and go to the bathroom by himself, became a senator. Back then, I call it the eco-Nazi movement. I believe it has become the green agenda. Predicted an ice age. Oh, they did. And they had a lot of stuff they sold. Moon boots and special parkas, all kinds of stuff. Ozone layer. We couldn't had to stop using deodorant. They sprayed deodorant. They were wrong. And it became global warming. Predictions of mayhem, collapse. They were wrong again. Now they figured, let's just go with climate change and no one will know it's weather. And they can't get six hours right, these idiots. Thousands of scientists refute the propaganda, the bought-and-paid-for so-called science, and their voices go unheard. I'd like that to change. I believe my next guest, Sterling Burnett, also would like that to change. Heartland Institute climate expert, and he disagrees with the U.N. chicken little fear-mongering policies. How are you, Sterling? Thank you for joining me. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I have a problem when people um, refuse to admit reality. The reality is... The green agenda is a money scheme and their predictions are wrong. Their cures are corrupt and they're doing more damage to my earth than they predict nature will do. Am I off base? No, you're hundred percent right. Their, 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 their cures are worse than the supposed disease. And, uh, you know, you, you like the truth and you like reality. You want to not deny reality. And the reality is they're, Proposed solutions are are physically impossible. Uh, the IPCC put out its latest, you know, uh, fear mongering report. It doubles down on the uh, chicken little scare stories they've been putting out for thirty two years now. Um, every every report says the end is near. It's just around the corner. We have only a few years to act. And a few years pass, and the next report comes out. They say, "Oh, yeah, well, this time it's for real." And so the, the next report has come out, and this time it's for real. And 
And no longer is the future 2030 or 24. It's 2025 to 26. We have to end. <laughs> we have to peak fossil fuel emissions by 20, uh, 2025 to 2026, which means basically we have to stop using fossil fuels. And when I say we, I don't just mean the United States. Everybody's got to do the same thing. Which, so what are they going to do? Well, they say, oh, fortunately, we have off-the-shelf technology that can fix all this. We can go completely green with current technologies. It would take a thousand, <laughs> a, a, a thousand David Copperfields or Houdinis around the world going, poof, you have a new, you have 10,000 acres of new wind turbines. Poof, you've got 10,000 acres of new solar farms because it's got to happen fast, man. You got you got to have you got to put them everywhere, and you've got to have all the batteries that uh, more batteries than have ever been produced in history up till this time have to be produced in three short years just to just to back up wind and solar power, not for to run any electronics or anything else. Just just to do that, it would take manpower that the world doesn't have, and it would take engineering and resources that the world doesn't currently have. You have to kind of mine this stuff. you got to produce this stuff. It doesn't happen overnight. I love institutes like the Heartland Institute. I really do. And they're littered with people such as yourself, men of letters, educated, scientists, and the rest of it. In the 90s, it came out that the science for the eco-Nazi agenda had been bastardized in East Anglia University. They had been caught red-handed, cooking the data. Why in the world does this have credibility? Is it that the character of the American is just too weak to say you're lying, you've been lying, we have the evidence? Not only that, there are thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of men of letters, of scientists such as yourself, that say you're wrong. And not on top of, on top of that, history has proven you wrong. And then the very politician that wants to take away my liberty and my freedom just weaponized a country to bomb fuel depots. So at this point, I don't give a rip what you think. Why has the adults in this country and common sense sat down and continue to sit down? I, I, honestly, I can't say. I, I, I can't understand the psychology of people that deny reality, that 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 live in a generation that's wealthier than any in history, that has information at hand, literally at hand, with their cell phones, their their laptops, their their, Kindle, you know, their devices, whatever your reader device is, um, and yet they so disdain the technologies that makes all their lives possible to get to the greenhouse gas emissions levels that the IPCC reports, uh, report says we have to reach, we'd have to go back to the 1820s or so in the United States and elsewhere. Now, I don't know about you, but I enjoy my indoor plumbing, and I like refrigerated food that doesn't spoil and, and you know, dying of uh, food poisoning. I like and, modern technologies. And these people, they absolutely depend on like these technologies themselves. What would they do? What would my niece, for instance, do without a cell phone? Take yeah. it away for two days, and I think she'd uh, you know, she'd pull her hair out. And, and that's there, not just true of, of my niece; that's true of almost everybody. Yet they are all made using fossil fuels. 
They have the plastic around as fossil fuels. They're powered using fossil fuels. Their lives depend on the technologies they want to get rid of. And they pretend, like manna from heaven, energy will just fall from heaven, and they'll still have the same lifestyle they had before, and they won't. That's and what they don't get. And I don't understand the psychology of people who deny that reality. Well, the other thing I have is the data that they're using to come to these conclusions. The Earth is billions of years old, and the religious people get mad at me. Okay, hundreds of thousands. What I, I mean, the data we have has been collected since 1895. We do not have the information that would be needed of any standard of so-called science. And at this point, Sterling, the obvious corruption in their solutions, and I mean this is obvious corruption, from solar to wind to renewable biomass where they are chopping down forests to mimic coal. How is this, when I was a kid, the hippies, the Siena organ, they, they, uh, they would have never stood by as lithium caverns were dug around the world. They would have never stood by as forests in our northeastern section of the country were chopped down and mountains were destroyed to imitate coal. Have... I, I don't understand how the old hippie hasn't fought up against this rise of fascism in the name of enriching their corrupt organizations. Yeah, well, like I said, I, I, can't, I can't get into the psychology of these people. All I can do is look at the data and know that they're wrong, that they've made similar predictions going back since I was born uh, and before, I would suspect, but uh, just going back to when I was born, They've made. You, you talk about the the people who cook the books and being caught out saying one thing and then the other. Look, you look at someone like Paul Ehrlich, who has been around a prominent prominent scientist um, for for decades, written dozens of books predicting doom, made literal bets, financial bets with people about the the cost of resources. He's made hundreds of predictions, has been on talk TV, always brought on by different talk TV hosts, by people as an expert. And as far as I can tell, in his hundreds of his predictions, not a single one has ever proven true. Flipping a coin would have done better. And yet, these guys are considered experts. The press keeps putting them on. And to be fair to average people, who has the time when you're working every day, you come home, you want to you have a nice meal with your family, you want to have a drink, you want to watch some TV, and you want to unwind because you've got the, the busy work day the next day? Who has the time to go out and do their own research and find out that these guys are liars? The press isn't doing it for you. This, the fourth estate is supposed to be the watchdog of government and the watchdog of uh, uh, the defender of the little guy, and instead they're selling the little guy out here. And you know, because there's a, they are they are the big guy, right? I mean, they're owned by the billionaires who are going to profit from all this green tech stuff. My fear is that they have so corrupted science. We we we've witnessed it with the Covidians and the and and the cult of safety, and that they have. You know, it, it seems unstoppable when the data is so provably false. One in particular article you wrote, I found very interesting. 
And that is that Democrats can't solve energy-related problems because they don't understand that they are causing them. And what that brought me to is the idea of how much they have paved so many areas that were no, you know, formally not paved, and how they're taking measurements of heat and temperature from blacktop, uh, California was caught in a major scandal in the valley. They were measuring it on blacktop and on a tar roof. The reality is even with these cooked measurements, they're not really beating the records in the 30s for heat. It reminds me of in the 70s when they predicted a little ice age and the exact opposite thing happened. And now we're seeing that the data of ice glaciers and the rest of it, they're being proven wrong once again, are they not? You know, by any measure, the vast majority of the projections made by the IPCC have proven wrong time and again. Hurricanes aren't worsening. Tornadoes aren't worsening. Drought's not worsening. Flooding isn't worsening. You know, I mean, the, the, the truth is, you, you read the newspaper one day, and they'll predict more flooding, and the next day they're saying climate change is going to cause the earth to be drier. Uh, in the same place, you know, I've, I've read articles in a single week that said uh, climate change is going to make the monsoons worse in India, which would be bad for food, and the climate change is going to make the monsoons less powerful, which would be bad for agricultural India. That's not yeah. how science works. You can't have it both ways. Um, and like I say, I don't know what... Some people profit from this. Some people uh, believe it. So, you know, there, there are some scientists that believe this. But it's not based in science. It's based on models, and models aren't science. They're only as good as the stuff you put into them. And we know <laughs> that they don't get temperatures right. They, they don't accurately reflect the past. They don't accurately reflect the present. But we're told to trust their projections of the future. And if they don't get the most basic projection they make, which is temperature right, how do we trust anything else they say? I, 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 they tell it, us we've got to. It's astonishing. You know, when I first saw you, you were testifying um, before, I believe, the House. And it was in regards to offshore oil rigs. And I remember, it was a couple of years ago. And I remember about yeah, that right time. Way. Yeah, that was it. And I remember about that time, people being made aware of, and I, you know, I had read it years ago, how much oil leaks from the ocean floor naturally and uh i'm wondering do these people how do they how do they do is it just something that they just are ignorant to that they're comfortable lying about this idea that oil which is the definition of biodegradable uh is somehow bad for the earth or bad for anything isn't the fact that we've allowed them to somehow characterize co2 as a pollutant the real crux of our problem and we need to work diligently hard to reverse that lie well, I think that's 100% right, and uh, that's a, it's a tough road to hoe. We've been trying to do that for a, more than a decade here at the Heartland Institute for a couple of decades. We've put out a lot of material on the value of carbon dioxide, how it's helping plants grow, how it's helping crops grow, how it's helping to feed the world. Um, but, you know, we, we, we constantly hammer that message. Um, it's, it, it, we, live in, we live in strange times, look. As far as I can tell, I've looked, I've looked back in history, and there's always been a subsegment of the population that rejects progress, that says it's a sign of sin or uh, uh, man's downfall in some way or another through 
uh, humanity's own fault. Um, and, you know, 150 years ago, people stood on street corners with signs, with placards and signs that said, the end, repent, the end is near. Yeah. And the cause was human sin. And what we did was we crossed the street to avoid them. Most people did. There was always, there was always a group of people. Yeah, but now they're Congress people. Now what am I going to no, do? Yeah, now they're invited into the halls of Congress to testify, and we're supposed to take them seriously. And they're just as crazy. They're just Their claims are just as falsifiable, just as um, actually more falsifiable. It's hard to falsify a, a claim that God's going to come tomorrow and wipe you out until the next day comes. Yeah, It's not hard to, to falsify a claim that says, CO2 has warmed the Earth when the Earth had warmed, or that CO2 is causing more hurricanes when more hurricanes are happening. That's not hard to falsify, and we work to falsify that all the time. And yet, <laughs> right now, <laughs> certainly in the halls of Congress, we're losing that argument. <laughs> so how about the next article? You take it from my show, and we title it this. The stupidity of Congress people complaining about climate change, then weaponizing a war should be enough for you to stop listening to them. What do you think? Too long? <laughs> the title might be a little too long. The sentiment is spot on. We can probably get that in 750 yeah. We could just do stupid Democrats. I think everyone will know what you mean. His name is Sterling Burnett, Heartland Institute climate expert. I thank you so much. And please, do not get tired. Do not quit, because the Marxist mafia never sleeps. Oh, that's the truth. Uh, there, there's the title. Me. There's. See, I'm giving it. I'm giving this away for free, Sterling. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. <laughs> Take care. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM five sixty. The answer. Jeff Berwin. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Good evening. Good evening. I heard the uh, report from Sterling, and I think some of the answers may right be there in the Congo of Africa in the material called, I believe it's cobalt. 50% um, of the world's cobalt comes from the Congo and so many other minerals as they destroy third world countries yeah. and keep them impoverished and enrich the people who are not only enslaving their fellow man, but murdering them so that the Americans can pretend that those are magic holes in the wall. Not just the name of Pete Buttigieg's favorite lunch place. Yeah. What are you thinking of that? So, well, that's uh, that something you may be investing in. You're a fiscal smart person. I'm a simple man. No, I don't. I'm not big. You know what? I'll tell you what, though. I'm no longer a registered investment advisor because I didn't like the other people in the business. That's the truth. I couldn't stand a lot of the people. It was a lot of scallywags. But um, one thing's for sure. The fix is in, in the eco-Nazism. And it's going up because it's funded by guys like you, by yeah. guys who, who work their derriere off. It's funded on a lie, on a scam, and on future taxation called debt. It doesn't work. It's not equitable. It is corrupt insider trading. And it's legal because the politicians who write the law are in on it. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an atrocity. And the other thing is they're wrong. They've been proven wrong every day thank you jeff but when the fix is in at this level you're in control of trillions of dollars and you have the stones to come on television and say the biggest problem is you humanity and you driving your car as you weaponize 
the Soviet Union to bomb each other. That shows you how stupid Americans are. They call them Democrats. We'll be back after this. AM 560, the answer. Now you're talking, baby. I was in Vegas when, uh, no, I was in Vegas when Tupac got shot. Yeah. They, you know, they locked down. It was like COVID. They locked down the casinos back then. Um, Democrats, the ones that aren't funded by Ken Griffin and are not running as a Republican for Illinois governor, they're nervous. They are. They're, they're particularly nervous today. Chuck Todd, I guess he's got something he does uh, aside from his Sunday show. As Democrats look ahead to November, they see a lot of reasons for war. But the top concern, likely the economy. And while measuring the country's economic picture right now is complicated, the nation's mood about it, certainly not. In fact, the Consumer Sentiment Index from the... You know what I love about this? Not only is he a lifelong Democrat, did he, he was the chief of staff for a Democrat. His wife is a big deal in the Democrat mafia. So this has to kill him to report this. University of Michigan is probably the best thing we have to measure where people think the economy is. When Biden took office, it sat at 79. It went up a little bit in sort of B-plus territory. When the COVID response improved, it is now sitting at 62.8. Demo- they, they had a B-plus? Joe Biden had a B-plus? Well, that's higher than he ever got anywhere else. That is basically a failing grade, if you want. Before, uh, just before the pandemic hit, February of 2020, this index was sitting at 101. People felt really good about the economy. Huh. And then they were on the Morning Joe. And Rev, I want to talk to you about... By the way, I love how the Morning Joe calls Al Sharpton Rev. What do you mean Rev? As he sits there in his $3,000 suit. Didn't he own the go- owe the government like, what, $4 million in back taxes? Obama took care of that. Rev. He's another reverend from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion. And Rev, I want to talk to you about... A real blind spot that a lot of Democrats in the Beltway in D.C. have that you don't and you've been warning about. But let's just say it right. By the way, I can't say enough. I, I, I really prefer a fat Al Sharpton in the jogging suit. This one that looks like a taffy apple. I don't like him. Right here, and let me say it slowly for my Democratic friends in Washington, D.C. Black voters are more conservative than you are. White woke leaders in Washington, D.C. His- why must they do that? Separate everybody. This is how they, you know, how insulting is this? I guess I'm the only one that's insulted. Hispanic voters are more mm-hmm. conservative than you are, white woke leaders in Washington, D.C. Asian American voters are more conservative than you are, white woke voters in Washington, D.C., and they're more conservative on crime, they're more conservative on education, they're more, more conservative on, quote, these woke issues. You mean living? You mean living? You mean that we don't like being told that the failure that are destroying once great cities that are now just accepted as a joke? like the sewer of Chicago, New York, New Jersey, and everywhere else? How about California? Oh, it's a joke as well. And not to mention, when I heard this story, boy, oh boy, I was fried about the billions upon billions that are being funneled in to the United Post Office. If you were to walk down this block, you will notice that the homes and the apartments here have something in common, and that is they have received this letter from the post office, which isn't promising a speedy delivery. This popped up... 
I think it was not last night, the night before. Courtney Smith says the post office recently left this notice at her Santa Monica apartment complex. It reads in part, delivery service is hereby suspended to all addresses located on the 1300 block of 14th Street. And now, wait a minute. Snow, sleet, rain. You deliver through all that. You can't deliver on this block. What could it be? My immediate reaction was just... Um, disappointment, frustration. The note goes on to say multiple carriers have been subjected to assaults and threats of assault from an individual who has not been located or apprehended. Gangbanger, drug dealer, Democrat. Rain, sneets, sleet, snow, they'll deliver through that. Democrat held stronghold gang areas. You're not getting your mail spoke to Santa Monica police who told us the only assault case involving a postal carrier they're aware of goes back to January 9th. It happened near the corner of Arizona and 14th where a customer attacked the carrier with a broomstick and left him with a small cut to his arm. So there you go. You don't want to get your mail? Move into a Democrat stronghold. You won't get it. The, the, the irony of what is happening and the plan is what sickens me. The plan isn't to fix any of this, which could be fixed overnight. Overnight. Just pull out all Democrat policies from our life. And you will have the, the peace, the serenity, the quality of life that so many people who live in Republican states have. Because after all, that's the real problem. And now that they're sitting in the White House, they'd rather lie about the situation than fix it. And it's clear whether it's the eco-Nazism, and the green agenda, as they tell you your life, your car, and your CO2 omission is a problem, but the war that we're funding, the proxy war with Russia, that's fine. What does that set back the agenda? And do you think it'll lead to a recession? I got news for you. You're in a recession. You just don't want to admit it. Is the White House preparing for a recession? Well, we're going to constantly monitor our economic data. but So wait a minute. If we're not in a recession, why do you have to continue to spend money and increase welfare? Why do you have to continue to increase the welfare from everything from health care to food stamps, rent? You're increasing welfare across the board. If it's not a recession and the economy is booming, then why are you doing what you're doing to the society? What our economic team feels and what the U.S. government economic team feels is that... Well, there's a difference? Wait a minute. There's a U.S. economic team, and there's a Joe Biden Wet Sox economic team? I, I thought you were the president, and isn't all your team? And if there are two different teams, how did you get anybody who isn't a Democrat to agree to your corruption? The economy has a very strong basis. Our recovery has been incredibly strong. Well, then why do you have to continue to borrow money day in and day out? Why is every, every single story about your midterms and what the real feel and pulse of this nation is. But if all those employed people can't buy groceries, we have a serious but that's problem. that's kitchen table, too. It's kitchen yes, table, yeah. but Mika, it's more than just messaging. It's more than whether or not Democrats have a slogan that says well, Democrats deliver. It's what are we actually going to do to intervene to try to lower prices, lower inflation. Oh, I know what you're going to do. I do. I know what you're going to do to intervene. I know what you're going to do to lower prices. I see it. It's almost like I'm looking into a crystal ball. I feel like Karnak. Well, let me just uh, ask you, Dr. Jha, does yeah. that mean that extending the mask mandate in public transportation is a live option? It's on the table? 
Yeah, I, I look, this is a CDC. Oh, dis- that's on the table. The CDC is on the table. But the idea that we're going to see an uptick, I think people need to appreciate that that's the case and follow the CDC guidelines. Because remember, when the metrics were put forth, the new metrics, looking at the guidance of masking, it was said that if we do start seeing an uptick, particularly of hospitalizations, we may need to revert back to me being more careful and have now think about when you're going to revert back to it real strong when they need the ballot harvesting this fall will be an absolute total democrat lockdown so they can maintain power the same way they got it through ballot harvesting that's when you're going to get locked down real good bill on the south side yeah, I was going to say, I got a friend that uh, back last summer <clears throat> didn't get her mail one day and asked a postal worker, it was a woman, <clears throat> you know, did you deliver mail yesterday? And the postal said that, uh, well, it was raining and I just had my hair done. I didn't want to get it wet. Come on, Bill. Story. Are you kidding no, me? No, I'm telling you the truth. Story. No, no, that was in Chicago, in the Chicago area. Anyway, uh <clears throat> Another thing, too, if you mail a letter in the post office, it goes back to a main center before it goes to its location. Sure. So I've got, if, you, if you mail a letter in my area, uh, it goes to uh, Carroll Stream, Illinois, and then it goes out. It could sit at Carroll Stream for a week you then yeah. go out. And if you mail a letter on the Indiana side, it goes to Bedford Park, Illinois. And then it goes out. They're, they're better at uh, getting their mail out. I wouldn't mind it somebody... so much if they would update yeah, the Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sean. You got you got a post office where you got a post office box in that post office. But if you mail a letter, the guy can't walk ten feet over and put it in her box, even though you got a stamp on it. He's yeah. got to go all the way to Bedford Park, Illinois, come back so he can take the thing, walk you know ten fifteen away, and then put it into the box. It doesn't make any sense. You don't well, see it does explain only anymore. It does explain why they lose billions a year, though. With that kind of well, work ethic, with that kind of theology, it does explain the complete collapse of the system. It does explain the failure, and it also explains why it's getting more funding. I just want the updated well, costumes, Bill, and I'll tell you this. Guy, COVID has been well, very hard for those people who work in the gentlemen clubs. I think we could kill two birds with one stone. If you're going to bring me bad news, I prefer it by an exotic dancer. Just think about it, Bill. There are solutions <laughs> if we're going to spend this kind of money. Thank you so much, Greg. I'll get to you when I get back. The rest of you, 312-642-5600 after this. AM560, the answer. You know, it's astonishing. I, I have the televisions on in Studio Xanadu and uh, CBS News, NBC News. They're, all they're talking about is Trump endorsing specific politicians. All that they have on is Liz Cheney, not discussing the cure for Thyrash. But January 6th, they're touting her being bribed over $7 million in the first quarter as a push that uh, the idea of Trumponomics, the idea of eliminating regulation and destroying the eco-Nazism that's bringing down this country and will continue to bring it down until it's removed and ripped out by somebody like Trump if Trump doesn't get back in, that somehow that's not the agenda of the American people, but that Trump is the problem with America. Yet, not a one of them wants to talk about the economy back then, wants to talk about freedom back then, wants to talk about the true destruction of failed foreign policy of the neocons, be they Democrats or be they Republicans, the interventionism. See, this is why these 
Liz Cheney's of the Republican Party are bribed to record numbers in their coffers. This is why you're hearing Republicans who are really Democrats get massive money from corrupt oligarchs in America like Irving. This is why. Because they don't want it to be the America you and I love. They don't want it to be the America of principles. They want it to be this corporatist, collectivist, fascistic oligarch system that they've become so comfortable in as they've become willing slaves. Greg in LaGrange. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Talk about delivery and what the Democrats deliver. We got a problem with your phone there, Greg. Is there something wrong? Are you speaking into the right end? No, I'm speaking in the right end. All right. Uh, Democrats just deliver misery. Watch the suburbs locked down because of standing. Greg, we're going to put you on. We're going to have you call back, buddy, because you got to call back. I can't... uh... I can't understand either. One of us is on Demerol, and I think it's Nancy Pelosi. Have a hearing. Not the whole bill, but taking out that piece. We've already passed the whole bill. But to focus on uh, the um, Supreme Court ethics standard legislation. This is great. $500 million in insider trading. Speaker of the House that can't speak a sentence. The picture of corruption. Ethics of the Supreme Court. Proving... That Democrats have no ethics. All right, let's go to Greg in LaGrange. How we sound? Hey, how you doing? Much better. Good. I, I sound good, too. You sound great. All right. Listen, what they deliver is misery. Western suburbs locked down because of a stabbing. It's just misery all over the place. It's exported wherever they go. They spread like wildfire. You can't have anything of personal wealth around your house. They destroy it. Your life isn't, you know, your life is worth nothing to them. They take away your freedoms, even inside your house, by saying, the interesting thing is, I'm reading the Financial Times today on break, and I'm reading a story about how COVID, uh, the vaccines or the shots are not uh, being taken by people now, and that they're, you know, they're, not, they're losing money. And now all of a sudden, I see a Wall Street <laughs> Journal study pop up, say, we found two studies that said the myocarditis that was associated with these, or said to be associated with these shots, is no worse than getting it when you get a flu shot. Craig, I mean, the, the whistleblower so story, the whistleblower story that broke on Project Veritas should have been front page news around the world. It should have been a reason that all policies stop post haste and that everything be examined and everything be looked into. You know which you know which I'm, what I'm talking about, the whistleblower, right? The government doesn't want to show that the dung vaccine is full of. She swears there and we didn't beep it full of yeah. dung. This is a nurse talking to a doctor. And myocarditis that you spoke of is sweeping the world. They don't want to talk about the 130 soccer players. Mortadel, drop dead for you people that didn't grow up in Melrose Park. They don't want to talk about any of the adverse effects. They don't want to talk about the fact that all these vaccinated people are the ones spreading it. They don't want to talk about the fact that the numbers in states like mine, that I, my new state, Florida, are much better than the Democrat totalitarian hellholes. And they don't want to talk about how their agenda really benefits the, the predators among us. Go ahead. It's really, it's really ingenious because they spread around so much bad news, it's kind of tough to get a bearing on it. What you have to really do is start focusing on different aspects of it and then going after it and attacking it. But they'll that's, always try and keep you off balance. That's off the balance playbook game. of the Marxist, per- perfected by yeah. Olinsky, adopted by Cloward and Piven, executed by Barack Obama. It's brilliant. Just throw buckshot on it. And before you know it, you'll get used to voter fraud. And that's the dirty little secret nobody wants to talk about, Greg. You know how I appreciate the calls. Very much. Speaking of 
promoting predators. I found this story over the weekend that sickened me. I've got almost no time. Let's play. Nine right. o'clock. A former choir teacher in Aurora is accused of having sexual contact with a student. 42-year-old Nathan Branstead is facing multiple counts of criminal sexual assault. Prosecutors say he abused the student from February 2019 through June of that year at locations with... I wonder if Irving has anything to say. It's Aurora. I mean, from what I understand from his commercials, it's like living in Disney World. Doesn't seem like it. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. In 1996, I stumbled upon a book called Radical Son. It was evident after that book that the person who wrote it was a warrior for Americanism. I have followed his career ever since. I am a huge fan. He is somebody who is so important. I think America is better off for David Horowitz. He is David Horowitz of the David Horowitz Freedom Center in Los Angeles, author of numerous books. And he has written a new article, Understanding the Progressive Mind. He comes at it from a completely unique position. He was raised by communists. David, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Thank you, and thank you for that introduction. Well, well David, I'm doing it, okay. Better than our country. <laughs> and and this is the thing, you know, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, where they perfected the mafia. The mafia is not two Italian guys talking about the spread of Monday Night Football. It's Democrat politicians. I've witnessed it. They operate as a mafia, and this is something I've seen be exported to my nation. And this is what explains the pay-to-play scheme that we just accept now. But more importantly, the philosophy of the Democrat Party is not really a philosophy as I see it. It's almost a character flaw. And you kind of describe that very eloquently. It's a criminal party. It has its roots, you know, Tammany Hall and big city mobs. That's, that's what, and of course, Chicago is very central to that. Since the 19th century, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse because of the influx of these radicals who call themselves progressives. Um, and, and Republicans are way too polite. Uh, what Republicans and conservatives say is that Democrats are soft on crime. They're pro-crime. <laughs> They've let tens of thousands of criminals out of jail, including violent criminals. They've eliminated bail, so um, you could have a mob go into a department store and steal everything in sight, and nobody spends a day in jail. And why is that? It's because they see them as primitive socialists. They're redistributing income. They even talk about, like, reparations. Reparations is a joke. If you want reparations, sue the Confederacy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and enslave the slaves. You don't sue the United States government that spent a fortune in treasure and gave 360,000 lives to free the slaves. But, but you can see, why are they letting all these criminals out? 
because uh, if you're a Democrat, you think that most criminals are black, uh, people of color, and therefore they're just getting their reparations. But there, there seems to be a, a, a problem, and I've witnessed this my entire life, and that is the more that the government schemes fail, the more power and the more money they are able to get because they have somehow performed a jujitsu of reality and the people end up funding the corruption, funding the failure. This is normal policy. And the reality of what, you know, when you were talking, you're describing our evening news and it just continues to get worse. Yeah. I mean, taxes are a form of theft. So you you should get services. But what they're using our taxes for is what to import illegals from all over the world who are unvetted, who are drug carriers, who are criminals. I mean, there are some decent people, too, but they're going to be at the bottom of the social ladder, and we're going to have to finance them here. They're giving more privileges to illegal aliens, forms of health care and other things, than they give to American citizens. So, so their policy is one of theft. In the year 2022, when you read the 19, I think it's 1936 Soviet Constitution, and you look at the Democrat mafia, as I call them, you look at their policies, they mirror the Soviet Constitution. In the year 2022, has the American become dumber to where they do not see this failed virtue of altruism that hides the corruption of the Democrat Party? That did happen. You know, my parents were communists. I don't see any difference. They would love the Democrat Party today. Um, For the last 30 years, I felt like a voice crying in the wilderness. And I I wrote five books about the communist takeover of our universities. They made made them into one-party states. That's how you get these lunacies like critical race theory. It's intellectually such a low level. It's, It's really scary. But uh, the Republican Party did nothing. I, ha- I had good connections with Republican leaders like Gingrich. But the Republican Party, did, as the left, took over the universities, purged conservatives from the faculties. They are now institutions where somebody like myself, I, 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 for 20 years, had to take bodyguards to speak on a university campus because the administrators are so corrupt and so part of this leftist uh, wave uh, that they do nothing as you talk Um, i think i think about you with bodyguards and i see the other day as barack obama who had destroyed the american health care system whose policies were unmitigated failure and he is cheered as a conquering caesar isn't the fact that the stupidity of the American citizen is their greatest asset? I don't don't think Americans are stupid. I think that most people have a healthy dislike for politics. America is such a a great country in terms of opportunities uh, and just sheer enjoyment that people kind of avoid uh, taking politics very seriously. The, you know, the cable watches, what are they? It's five million people 
out of 330 million. So I, I don't hold the American people responsible. I do hold the Republican Party uh, for letting this happen and, and not doing anything. And I see that there are more Republicans today, uh, senators and congressmen, who are, are much more serious uh, in understanding the threat to our country than there have been in the past. Um, I just hope they catch up in time. David, the reason that I accuse the American people of being stupid is that I am made to believe, and I am—I don't, but I'm made to believe that 81 million people voted for the most obvious political whore, the, the most obvious gangster in the Democratic I don't mafia. believe that for a second. That religion was so linked. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe Biden got that many votes. Neither do I, um, um, because you and I have an advantage. We understand the mind of the fascist, of the communist, of the gangster. There is no rules. The facts. I mean, you notice the Democrats, they never argue the facts. Um, they just say that you're a threat to democracy if you question the election. When they've questioned uh, at the certification of electors you know, in every election since 1980 that Republicans have won, what they're doing, I mean, they're totally they're fascists, communist fascists, same thing. The way they're prosecuting these people from January 6th, it, it's just it's sickening. And you see, and the way so Kyle, a, a criminal organization like Black Lives Matter, they're crooks at the top, they're racist, and they're violent insurrectionists. Mm -hmm. Come on now, they're Marxists. They're, they're, they they don't believe in our system or our constitution, and neither did the, the new Supreme Court justice. She says she doesn't believe in natural rights. That means she thinks that all she doesn't believe that we have unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They don't, all our rights come from the government. If that's the case, government can take them away. Exactly. How did they put such a woman on the Supreme Court? Because they're racist, that's why. And the other that's thing is, doesn't mean. she really represent in the same fashion that the gangster Joe Biden represents? They really are the perfect picture of the American Democrat circa 2022, are they yeah. not? Yeah, I totally agree with that. So how do you totally see it ending? Agree. Because you're a, you're a historian. How do you see this I ending? I unfortunately have a book coming out um, this year. There's a supply chain issues, so I don't know exactly what month. Called Final Battle. The Final Battle. Um, this election could be the last. You have, and I just give you an example of things that nobody talks about. But uh, General Milley, when right after, or it was right before January 6th, was the anniversary of Trump's killing of Soleimani, General Soleimani, mm -hmm. the most notorious, vicious terrorist in the world who killed thousands of Americans. Of course, the Democrats criticized Trump for, for killing him. Um, but the Iranians that day said that they were going to kill Trump. And uh, General Milley went around the White House telling people Trump was Hitler. <laughs> That's the state we're in. That, that, that goes on under the surface. 
Uh, I've written a book called The Enemy Within about the Democratic Party, how a totalitarian movement is just, is destroying America, um, which, which shows that the Democrats for the last 10, 20 years have relentlessly pursued a one-party state. It's why they they have canceled culture. They don't want free speech. And when it de- they did deplatform the president of the United States. What a disgrace that is for Americans to have done. It um, really is. It really is. I saw, I, listen, I, I'm a policy guy. I like policies, not people, right? But the one thing I loved about Trump was his foreign policy. And I know this isn't something you wrote about, but I, I, I'm curious to know your opinion on it. And that oh, is, I, I think he was the greatest threat to the corrupt military-industrial complex. I think guys like Milley well, and the War Machine Biden, America needed him out of there. Do you think Obama, that's possible? They've they destroyed our military. They've got our military, to, you know, putting, uh, uh, well, when, they, when they, they were going to withdraw from Afghanistan, instead of putting the troops on alert for what was going to be a dangerous mission, uh, they had a two-month stand-down. This jerk, Austin, who's the Secretary of Defense, uh, ordered a two-month stand-down in the military while he indoctrinated them, uh, you know, about white skin privilege, dividing black soldiers from white soldiers, and, and I mean, demoralizing our troops. That—that's a direct product of Obama's policies. They, and all these political appointments uh, of generals. Um, yeah. it's, it's just tragic. Uh, David, I um, before I let you go, the forced mandate, I believe to be absolutely and completely unconstitutional of forcing American citizens to comply, regardless yeah. of any science. The fact that America was willing to accept that do you think that was the, 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 the sign of the future, or do you think that will think be a Americans sign to demand have ever, uh, Americans have never had such an anti-American racist government in our history. Never been anything like it. So I, I, I think that Americans have a tendency to you know, live and let live. And to, and the, uh, you know, they, although they distrust government, they don't distrust it enough. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, these men, they're fascists. Yeah. They rule by decree. And they lie about everything. There's nothing they don't lie about. No, that's everything, the hardest part you know, to it's take. Like if I were DeSantis, I would have called that bill um, to protect. I would call it the Protect Childhood Innocence Bill. Yeah. That's the way Democrats would do it. Exactly. You got to name it lollipops and, and unicorns. You can pass anything. I know I'm from Chicago. David, I cannot thank you enough, not just for coming on my show, because I've enjoyed the interview very much, but I want to thank you for your life work of fighting the Leviathan, pushing back against communism, Sovietism, Marxism. And I want to tell you what a benefit you are to my kids and my grandkids I haven't met yet because of people like you and the David Horowitz Freedom Center. I, I, I truly. Thank you so much for what you've done with your life. It has been a benefit Thank to this you. country I, and to, to, I, to, to us all. Thank you, David. I, I, I love this country, and I will defend it to my last breath. Thank you.
I love that. David Horowitz, everybody. We'll be back after this. AM560, the answer. A friend of mine just texted me. David Horowitz used to have a show in the 80s, Fight Back with David Horowitz, and I used to watch it. I can't believe I didn't mention that to him. But I was just overwhelmed to see somebody of that stature, somebody who understands what we're up against. This isn't a party of nuanced policies. This is a party of unmitigated corruption and fascism. Now, they could wrap it in any story that they want, but they are fascistic, corrupt Soviets. That's what they are. In this country, you, I, I have to listen to some bureaucrat tell me what I have to put in my body or how I run my business. No, I'm sorry. We are. This isn't unmoored from principles. We are unhinged in this radical, fascistic, totalitarian mafia. And they could come out with their $3,000 suits and their makeup on and tell me how just they are in destroying my freedom. But I'm not buying it. And the most important comment that they, well, they were all important. But the one thing to remember is there is no need to be polite in the face of fascism. I never understood it in all those clips in the 30s. When the Third Reich, not the Fourth Reich we have now, but the Third Reich, put people on trains. I never understood why they cooperated. I never did. I'm not going to cooperate when they shut us down again. I didn't the first time. That's why I'm in Studio Xanadu. Xanadu. Just so happens it comes with a tan. But it doesn't matter. Because there are 21 states, 21, putting up a fight. There are politicians putting up a fight. We're going to have on a Congress a guy running for Congress, against a Democrat sleazeball lying scumbag. We're going to have on Joe Severino. And he's running for Congress, and I'm thinking about this. He's a business guy. He wasn't going to be a politician. He was going to retire young, take care of his family. Now he's going into this, like Gary Rabine. And you see the corrupt mafia, and it's not just the Democrats. It's the Republicans. $7 million to the Viagra slayer, Liz Cheney. Why? Because she's part of the war machine. She's the one who won't question Biden foreign corruption. It's not a policy. It's a payoff. She's the one who will tolerate when Jake Sullivan, a former CIA operative, right there, you're already a liar. Pro liar. You're like a pro golfer, only you do it with lies. So when Jake Sullivan tells us about anything, it's a lie. When the economic team of Joe Biden, tells us anything, it's a payoff. It's a justification for this mafia member in diapers. It's a disgrace is what it is. And if this country had any backbone, they'd start talking a lot more like Chip Roy, even when they talk to this, the penguin from the original Batman, Jerry Nadler. And so, oh, we've got this big fear coming in April, but oh, that's, no, we don't want to have Title 42. And my colleague from Texas mocked the focus by some of my colleagues on the need to have Title 42, as if it's not causing rampant flow across our border, little girls put in stash houses, getting raped, cartels making $100 million. And then the chairman scoffs. The chairman scoffs when I say little girl getting raped in a stash house. Has the chairman been to the border of Texas? Jerry Nadler can't get on a plane without buying two tickets, the fat bastard. But the other problem is, He's part of the mafia member. 
So they can tell their constituents, you have to put a mask on. You have to put a vaccine in your arm. The whole time allowing illegals to come in with none of it. In the same fashion they can take away your car, tax you for your life, in the same way they arm a Ukrainian oligarch government that bribed the Biden administration so they could bomb Russia. And that's okay for the environment. It's the ability to lie with a bald face, even if it has hair plugs in it. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Am I the only one who listens to the news reports in the hopes that it'll say Joe Biden impeached, seized from office due to the obvious, undeniable corruption he partook in for not just 50 years, but specifically while he was vice president and he used his crackhead son as a bagman. Yahoo confirms huge Hunter Biden story. Weapon sales to Africa. Chinese Intel, $1 million retainer. We know this is two years old. Patrick Ho. We know all about it. What we didn't know is that Michael Isakoff, Yahoo's top reporter, just accepted reality. Ooh, good for you. Are we supposed to thank him? And now what are you going to do about it, dummies? You got the most corrupt, the most inept, the most obvious foreign asset to ever hold the White House. That's what Joe Biden is. Columbus, Chris, Arlington Heights. Hey, Sean. Once again, thank you for being the only person on the radio that speaks the truth. Oh, thank you. Uh, love you. Thank you. Love you back. Listen, uh, excited you're going to have uh, Joe Severino on. He is one of those politicians that's doing it for the right reason because he cares about the future of this country, the city, the state. And he actually inspired me. So I just launched a website called WeThePeopleIllinois.com to try to get people like him elected and trying to get a large number of people to connect with these types of politicians that are in it for the right reason. So I hope to God he he gets the support of all your listeners because he deserves it. Great yeah, time. I agree. I met him at Freedom Summit. Yeah, I really liked him. I, uh, you know, he seems to be a guy that just said enough is enough, and he's tired of the lies, and that's what it's going to take. But more importantly, I think it's going to take citizens who say, obviously, you're lying, obviously, you're corrupt. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, when you see what happened in Illinois with the election of Sean Caston and Laura, Lauren, whatever, Underwood, the, the phony dimwit who didn't even have a driver's license from Illinois, who used her mom and dad's address to become a congressperson, brother, that's when I said, well, you're going to do it without me. But I appreciate it. Put up the fight. Love it. And I agree with you on Severino. Great Great guy. Uh, Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hi, Craig. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Anytime. Buddy. And uh, I want to mention something. You know, the reason people like uh, really uh, appreciate the way you explain things and tell the truth, because your truth-telling is tenacious. Your tenacity in basically telling things the way it is is really uh, gets the attention. And it oh, basically, I appreciate uh, that. You know, you never know how it sounds, it so I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. What's that? I appreciate it. Thank hey, you. I got something to say, though. Go ahead. Uh, can I mention something? Or you can do whatever me? you want. Now, after that, cop, I go ahead. Insult my wife. Go ahead. No, I'm kidding. Nah. All these politicians got to have uh, family members and friends and everything like that. Are you telling me that these guys, all the, all the corruption and everything goes all with that kind of depth where they're all in on it? Because I wonder how... The, all these rotten uh, uh, politicians that are destroying our lives and our economy and everything, how do they get away with it with all their like family members and friends unless the whole damn family and friends are all in on it? 
You mean like Dick Durbin's wife and his and his nephew who are lobbyists, or do you mean like Mike Madigan's son who's a lobbyist, or do you mean like Ed Burke who pretends they have a law firm the whole time being one of Chicago's most notorious gangsters? So I mean the evidence is clear, but it's it's also been this clear with the scum Biden crime family, from the brother who was stealing tapes from blockbusters. To the son who's a, a, a whoremongering, crack-smoking freak who people want you to believe is qualified to be on the boards of energy companies. It's not just Ukraine. It's China. It's Russia. It's all these third-world hellholes, not to mention Africa and the weapons deal that we are now being, at least it's accepted. The story broke two years ago. So there is some bright spots. Keep it up, Craig. Thank you for the compliment. But when they're pushed into a corner, they... um have an ability and this is something that all liars all wife beaters all uh people who cheat on their spouses they all know how to master it and that is to accuse the person who caught you of the same crime have a hearing not the whole bill but taking out that piece we've already passed the whole bill but to focus on uh, the um, supreme court ethics standard legislation i talked to the committee about perhaps having a hearing on that pretty soon. Who's going to have a hearing on your insider trading? You with the Botox, you with the facelifts and the implants and the 500 million your insider trade stole. You, dimwit. So that the, the justice of the Supreme Court has to at least... What is with the... the, 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 the spit it out, dimwit. Have a code of ethics. A, and B, uh, why should they have lower standards than members of Congress in terms of reporting and the rest? What are you talking about? You insider trading fraud? You've executed, here's the thing, options, stock option plays are very sophisticated. And the idea that someone would initiate positions in the terms of millions of dollars as they front-run public policy To enrich that play is criminal. Yet the FBI wants to investigate who? Who exactly does the FBI want to investigate? Oh, it wants to investigate parents. That's who the FBI wants to investigate. I thank the gentleman. If there's no problem, why don't they disclose? Why don't they tell us? Why didn't they tell us about the edu officials threat tag? And why don't they tell us how it's being used? Exactly. Instead, the members of the majority are reduced to relying upon articles in the leftist media from Reuters and USA Today, a USA Today fact check. <laughs> fact check. It, 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 and, and what do they do? The USA Today assumes a grave tone, analyzes the evidence and concludes there is no misuse, there is no challenge, no, no tracking of parents, school parents. Why? Because the Attorney General said that he would never do anything like, anything like that. That's the evidence. So the investigation stops because ferret face Merrick Garland says, no, we're not, we didn't do it. We, yeah, we, we took the letter and we said we should invest, but we didn't do it. I would never do that. And the investigation stops. That's how Nancy Pelosi, her husband, that's how Diane Feinstein and her speed racer hairdo may her husband burn in hell a thousand years. That's how Mitch McConnell can pretend he married that Chinese beauty queen because of his strong jawlines and not his Senate corruption as her shipping company has quadrupled. It's open and notorious. It's corruption. And we accept it. 
and you think you're going to change it with an election in 2022, only if you throw honest people in there who've never been politicians before, then maybe. Dominic, Glendale Heights. Yeah, I talked to several people in Illinois, and they believe that J.D. Pritzker balanced the budget. Because nobody's educated. Nobody pays attention. They just listen to what he says on TV. Dominic, do you now you and I, I could tell from the accent, you and I are from similar areas. Now, do you believe yeah. that they actually believe it? Or do you believe they want to pretend they're men as they sit in their pension incubator trucks and pretend they earn that, that, that pension? What do you think it is? Well, See, they, I think it's the latter. I think pretend because you know what? One of my cousins is connected with Madigan with that scandal. You believe that one? Absolutely. Well, if there's any, hopefully he's 80 because that's the most successful (laughs) crime boss in the world. No, he's no, he's not. And it could be a long time. (laughs) All right, Dominic. Well, I hope so. The good news is he's going to be sentenced by a Democrat. He'll probably get, uh, you never know. He may be the head of the transportation department by the time it's over. Thank you, Dominic. Appreciate the call. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? Good. Listen, I was listening. We were listening to you, and earlier on, Mike Gallagher was on. He says that Biden's reading off a of cue cards, and um, he's going to be marching us into World War III. And uh, I, I myself, I can't believe once again that this guy is the leader of the free world. We're watching on CNN. At the, we were sitting at the restaurant, and this guy wants to meet with the South Koreans. Putin puts people like this in the office. To control them. This guy is such an incompetent human being. I'm just let, I'm venting yeah. here, but we got to get rid of this guy. What do you think? I think you should start off your Easter holiday by saying, let us not celebrate the only president in American history who is capable of hiding his own Easter eggs. Start there. Thank you very much, Robert. I'll take the rest of your calls. 312-642-5600. When I get back. AM560. You know, I have to say, when we uh, reflect on the Supreme Court nominee, when we reflect on the statistics that are destroying the quality of life in Democrat hubs, the way in which predators, drug dealers, scumbags of all kinds are protected by government and the people are victimized by it, this particular story, which I started to play during one of the short segments, I want to play. So this is going to be a short segment. This is the fastest radio show on radio as far as I'm concerned. But this happened in Aurora, and this is a teacher, once again, violating a child. And I remember about Chicago, CPS, how that was squashed. The, how many stories were squashed? At least this one got some coverage. Nine o'clock, a former choir teacher in Aurora is accused of having sexual contact with a student. 42-year-old Nathan Branstead is facing multiple counts of criminal sexual assault. Prosecutors say he abused the student from February 2019 through June of that year at locations within Matia Valley High School. Police say Branstead was placed on administrative leave by the district last year after the accuser came forward. Police say he then resigned while on leave. The Oswego man was arrested yesterday. He appeared in court this morning. His bond is set at $500,000. One of the most obvious things that you can do, aside from getting involved, which I agree with, is to pull your kids out of these public schools. And I am dead serious. The greatest answer of all, would be to put your friends together and homeschool your children. It is the way to break the back of the strongest aspect of their mafia, the teachers' union. The teachers' union. Because this story that we just played, how many of them were in Chicago 
and went unreported and covered up because that's what the Democrat mafia is good at, whether it's their economic schemes, their paid off warmongering foreign policy, their corrupt Wall Street banking relationships, or the fact that to the most important court in the land, you just sent an affirmative action Jackson who has a history of being light on Chicago, I mean on Chicago, on, on American child porn traffickers. This is a big problem. Attacking laws to protect kids. Why? Why, why would anyone do that in common sense? Because these are the Marxists that have figured out how to indoctrinate your children young on all different aspects. Take your kids out of public schools. After all, the fact that they use their name to enrich this mafia is offensive enough to me, let alone what you subject the kids to. You'd be better off getting your friends together, starting your own homeschool organizations. That's the greatest way to harm them, in my opinion. Now, tomorrow we've got a great show. Do I really have to go already? Come on, McBath. You know, since you're back, I'm a minute over. All right, listen, I'll be back in 21. This McBath is a lot stricter than Squirrel Hands, but he's only two weeks. We'll be back 21 hours. I used to shoot you down. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.